I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Lightning Dogs, the official podcast, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Lightning Dogs is conceived as an all-ages property, but these behind-the-scenes conversations are not all-ages. Please listen at your own discretion. Sometimes a great idea is truly like a bolt of lightning. And sometimes, if you're lucky enough, you can capture the exact moment when it strikes. That's what happened to us one fateful night while recording an episode of Nerdy Show. We accidentally launched a concept that derailed the entire show, and in no time, our lives. We couldn't stop talking about our favorite action figures and B-movies while twisting them into strange creatures, weird adventures, and dog puns. Lots and lots of dog puns. This is the story of Lightning Dogs, a journey steeped in the glory of 80s and 90s animation and sci-fi where anthropomorphic dogs tear through the wasteland of a ruined Earth battling mutants, miscreants, and the evil Glampire. Coming soon to small screens, comic books, and podcasts. Or at least that's the goal. How do you go from a crazy idea into a fully formed world of conflict and characters? How does a harebrained discussion become an animated cartoon series? That's what we're finding out firsthand. We've recorded the entire development of Lightning Dog since day one. From the moment of conception to every world-building session and planning meeting, and the journey is still ongoing. Tune in as we create the world of Lightning Dogs live. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Hex. Hey, I'm Doug. I'm Tony. Guess I'm Brian. This is a very special episode because this is a ridiculous episode. It is can, a... can this be? Can this be like the special episode where we rebrand old nerdy show to just be the weekly internet podcast dedicated to nothing but lightning, lightning dogs? dogs. <laughs> lightning dogs. Hey, Brian, that's not a bad idea. This is Lightning Dogs, the official podcast, and this episode takes us back to April of 2013. Two months earlier, we'd accidentally conceived our crazy would-be animated series on the air, and now the whole crew was together again, this time to devote an entire episode to Lightning Dogs. We were definitely into the idea, but we had some help getting kicked into gear. You see, back in the days before Patreon, Nerdy Show had to take fan funding into our own hands to keep the lights on. We devised our own donation system, and every time our monthly fundraiser surpassed $100, whoever was responsible got a microsode. That's a 15-30 to minute episode where they choose the topic. If someone was bold enough to donate $100 outright, they would immediately get a microsode. And within 24 hours of that initial Lightning Dogs episode going up, it happened. Twice. Immediately after we posted that episode, 
we had two massively generous contributions from two particular people. That is Big Bad Shadow Man and Hoodoo Voodoo. They both contributed. And they both wanted lightning dogs. And they, and they both wanted the same damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those microsodes have turned into this full episode of Nerdy Show. And it's worth noting that since Lightning Dogs, since that first conception, I have gone around telling everybody I know about this concept, and there has not been a single person who didn't go, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, likewise. What can I do? Uh, also, um, there's been some fan art. Max Acree, uh sent us some fan art of Dingo and Pierre, and uh, other stuff's been going on in the forums. It wasn't just the five of us playing off of each other. There was something special about Lightning Dogs. Something infectious. Fleas, maybe. Because we were itching to continue exploring that world. Lightning Dogs, just in a nutshell, I highly recommend going back to the original source material. Lightning Dogs is uh, it's, it's a concept where it's basically what if the Thundercats, the original Thundercats, was good. Yeah, didn't suck. <laughs> because I, I think admit that I, I don't remember anything about our real origin. I just remember when we started talking about the Lightning Dogs and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, you invented Glampire. The, the arch. <laughs> I just assume this is real thing that we're really talking about. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean it always existed? <laughs> I have the mind of a goldfish. <laughs> well, uh, fortunately, there's a, there's a um, thread on the uh, Nerdy Show forums where our listeners hashed it all out for us. They gave us some bullet points. We've oh, got, God. We've got it all straightened out from the first episode. It's about, it's about anthropomorphic dogs in a post-apocalyptic world that's probably used to be Earth. And their arch nemesis, instead of Mumra, is a David e Bowie. Is, is David Bowie, aka Glampire, who unleashes um, the Diamond Dogs, Diamond Dogs, and Halloween Jack and other minions to attack the Lightning Dogs. We don't from within his labyrinth. Yeah, we we know that uh, we know the leader's name is Dingo, and yep. we, we know that there's and he's voiced by Nolan North. <laughs> Apparently, that, that's an executive decision from Tony. There, I'm not arguing with that. Well, I won't argue either. <laughs> Go Nolan North. <laughs> and then we've got the Panthro substitute is Pierre, Pierre who is a poodle. A, a poodle with an afro. Voiced by John, uh, John, John DiMaggio. DiMaggio. And he's French. Can he have an eye patch? He oh, does no, now. He absolutely <laughs> does now. He has an afro and an eye patch? Yes, he does. He's only got one eye and he sees in black and white. You're really putting this guy at a disadvantage. <laughs> a part of me saying, well, hold on. Hold on. Do we, we, need, we need badass accessories for the rest of the team. We can't just give them all to one guy. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There are other appendages that can be lost, Cat. Oh. Let's be fair. Anyway, there, there's... Well, well, they're not really lost. They get cybernetic replacements. <laughs> so here tonight, we're going to try to capture that same kinetic in energy, that 1.21 gigawatts of Dino energy watts. here. We're Dino gonna... watts? Dogawatts. Dogawatts? Dogawatts. Fidawatts. Oh, God, it's starting Kibbles and bits. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, anyway, we're going to be brainstorming about I like Dogs. Fido, Fido Watts, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fido Farnsworth. He created all the communications devices. Oh my god, yes. Okay, we gotta keep that. <clears throat> Fido Farnsworth. And he's a, uh, he's a, I've been reading Neuromancer and I really want us to have, like, hacking involved. I want some, like, he's remnants. He's a basset hound. Remnants of a well, cyber actually, space. I got to think about a basset hound. I, okay. This is, this is dumb. This is gonna be a dumb joke, but it makes me smile. <laughs> It'll fit in perfectly okay. with the rest <laughs> of wait, wait, there's, a, there's a basset hound character. It's, mm -hmm. it's a girl. Her name's Angela. Angela Basset Hound? <laughs> that is the dumbest. It's perfect. Oh, yes, yeah, so you talk about how whenever stuff happens, you know, like the villain's plan, you know, they, they come across it. Just to say, like, your strange days. <laughs> Would an anthropomorphic female Basset Hound be 
attractive? No, no, she wouldn't. To other dogs, uh, ba- even? Well, like, basset hounds are basset hounds are stubby little guys, right? Right. Um, so she would basically, I imagine her having the body type of, say, a female dwarf. <laughs> I'm okay with this. She's I'm okay like, with this. She's like, like this, this tough, weird little dog with long ears. Done up in like some kind of attractive eardo, kind of like the kind of like the Jaga, the Jaga figure, where she's kind of like the old wise one that sits around with everybody. She's still tough as nails. I, I would say more like she's like the brawler. She's like she's like this little, I don't know, knee high Wolverine, shorter than Wolverine. Ooh, I like. I'm okay with that. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Like she she's an infiltrator. Um, she's she's really short, so no one even notices her when she walks by or busts through a wall. You know what would be a good way, a good place to start? What dog breeds do we want to be in members of the Lightning Dogs? We already well, got a poodle, and, and also we got to talk about uh, genders a bit because what, yeah, because it was yeah. Originally, you, you said Doug Rule sixty three Thundercats, and they're which, still all men. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a woman now. Yeah, well, but the, I, I think I think we should definitely have more than one woman because then we end up with this whole Smurfette situation with Chitara, Road Rovers. Yeah, and and Colleen from Road Rovers. Yeah. And granted, there were Wily Kit and Wily Cat. I don't, are we going to create parallels to them? Do we need yeah. to? Well, the Terror Terriers. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, this is something that was also mentioned by Tony that didn't get fully fleshed out in the episode. But yeah, the the Wily Kit Wily Cat. We've got these two little Jack Russell kind of manic, angry little things. Maybe creative. I don't know, but they're the ones that they just kind of go in and say, "Oh." Oh my. He just had a look. I did, I did. I, I didn't know what happened I usually there. regret Were you, were you struck he by just, lightning? He had I a was. I, I, I had a stroke. Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. I know this makes absolutely no sense. Breeding-wise, breeding wise, but they're Angela Bassett Hound's children. So they could be adopted children as well. The Terror Terriers. They were, they were rescued. Are rescue her, she essentially keeps them on leashes. So she's the brawler and they are her weapons. Like she that, throws them at people and it's that, just, it's chaos. children on that, a leash to fight for you? That's, that's... Interesting, but I don't know if it actually works as a child dynamic. <laughs> if the Terror Terriers are like alien dogs, as in not definable breeds of dogs, but rather monstrosity, like dog-like monstrosities from outer space, adorable monstrosities, See, no, like that, Nibbler. That's another thing I wanted to touch on was that, because uh, again, I'm not as familiar with Thundercats. The original Thundercats, the heroes came from another planet? They did, yeah. yeah. And they came to, the, to wherever they were. Third Earth. Third Earth. I ha- you're gonna have to feed me all that because I have no idea. No, okay, so, no, so. no, don't even don't even start. We we need to we, <laughs> we need to we need a clean slate here. Okay. We, we need to def- choose our own reality. Because I, I was gonna be say if we're that. doing the opposite, just for, you know for whatever, have the lightning dogs. They're on their planet. That's this this is already their planet. The bad guys, the glampire, the whoever, the comes from, and his comes from outer space. David so Bowie's already it. an alien. So they're, so they're defending their home turf, as opposed to like, oh, we're here, now let's do whatever. We're Instead, looking it's like, for a new they're home. They're defending their home, being a little bit, it's a little bit more loyal, a little bit more dog-centric, I felt. True. As and, opposed and also, to a cat coming in and fucking everything and up. And also could explain why, instead of it being like in the past sword and sorcery, it's post-apocalyptic because they've already invaded. So mm. these, it's like you get like that Skynet after like after, they're uh, like so situation. so why why is it that that this invasion took place succeeded and they're striking back were they in like stasis or something or they could just have survived the fallout like I mean if it was a if it was a world I'm of actually dogs, liking the idea that they were all in stasis tubes for different reasons that no one they don't know among themselves and we slowly learn like well, one was actually like, Pierre had behavior is, issues is, like, like one was an actual like prisoner in for murder or something Pierre. That'd be Pierre. No, 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 no. It's not the obvious one. It's not the obvious one. Oh, oh, you mean like they wake up and they're like, oh man, one of us was locked in here for a prison, whatever. And someone finds out like all lost And it's like, oh, it wasn't me. Then it's like, wait, who was it? We don't know who it was, but it was one of them. And then you find... 
It's, uh, turn, it's I, turned into Walking Dead suddenly. I realized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> episode four. All right. Cap wants to say something. Here's a thought, though. I, I feel that the thing that plays up the strength of, of Glampire is that it's it's Glampire's world, and that he was. I, I think the portrait we painted of him that was very, for, to me, very compelling in the previous episode is that the world had ended, be it nuclear holocaust or something else. And Glampire was survived w- w- it, survived it, yeah. and had nowhere else to go, and has created this whole band of miscreants and mutants, and he essentially runs the place in sort of a road warrior like setting. Road warrior was where we were leaning to before. Well, maybe but we can still but, we can but, still use the idea of him being an alien because David Bowie's so far fucking out there anyway. But we don't want to just make the Goblin King and Mad Max. <laughs> Why, Why not? not? <laughs> that's not enough. That's not like that's, that's No, but it's, it's I still like the idea of the invader, but he survived and now this is his land. Yeah. He, he he was twisted by whatever well, the, apocalypse that, he unleashed. That, that the thing is is the you can't destroy a planet and ha- without having like a massive a, a well-defined uh, army, a legion, um and like a full-blown occupation of it. And there needs to be I don't know a, a benefit exactly, so we we need to redefine how we look at that character because it villain, would be a very yeah, different villain, thing. Yeah. And we certainly can, but there's something, despite the the fact that we were going towards flipping everything, there's something that's, uh, I think, rather interesting to me about the original Thundercats uh, origin of them coming from outer space, in that they did jack shit with it. Like, right, right. So we yeah, may as well, we may as well yeah. do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Idea, idea, okay. slight idea. Because Mumra, I don't remember them actually fighting Mumra on their home planet. I remember him yeah. being in stasis or, you know... Brian, do you do you remember something about this? Do you know how this went down? Uh, Mumra is absolutely one hundred percent a native of Third whatever Earth. planet they end up on. He is just this weird thing, and I think he's even like asleep and has been for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that they arrived because you know kind of the cataclysmic crash kind of awakens him. He's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Oh hell no! Nah. So he's okay. just angry because they interrupted his nap. Yeah. Like a typical old person. Like, basically, like, he has no other real reason for fighting them. There's, I'm sure there's some kind of a prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) But, Doug, I liked what you said about tying in the whole dog thing, theme, thematically and all that. Uh, I thought it mum and it knew to complete to raw. You know, on Wikipedia, when you type in, you know, half a thing, Uh it gives you some... You know, choices like, you know, autocomplete. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Rob was one of the choices for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that people search that a lot. <laughs> Demon sorcerer. Not badass. Vaguely familiar. What was it? Mumra the Ever Living? Mumra the Ever Living! Thank you. I, I just needed to hear that. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, but we, what were we going to say about the, the, the loyalty thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... They don't turn tail. Let, let's, let's, take another, <laughs> let's take another thing, much like uh, Thundercats. It's completely broken. Prometheus. Mm-hmm. It was all about uh, returning to the place uh, where the creators came from and all that. Mm-hmm. Don't what, get me started on Prometheus. <laughs> I think that goes for all of us here, man. <laughs> what if the lightning dogs are, uh, come from a planet inhabited by dogs that were all space dogs? They were all like uh, science experiments. They're all descended and, from Lyca. So you mean like, it's like the Tim Burton Planet <clears throat> of the Apes? Is that what that was? Is that how that went down? Tim Burton Planet of the Apes was Marky Mark is in he's in the present time, which is our future. Uh-huh. He trains the apes to fly things. The chimpanzee gets loose outside the ship in its little shuttlecraft, and he's like, "No, don't go out there because it's you know you can't actually fly. You know you don't don't actually fly." And then he goes out after it. They both get sucked into different black hole, wormhole things. Oh. He, Mark Wahlberg crashes, wakes up. It's Planet of the Apes. He's like, what the fuck? And then he eventually finds out that there's this prophecy that their, their savior, their, their little Jesus monkey, will, will show up one day and stop the war. And he's like, where did you all come from? Like, we've always been here. But then he, he finds the wreckage of his ship 
crashed into that planet and all the other monkeys got loose for you know on that right. planet and they made planet of the apes and then sure enough because there was weird time hole loops uh hit the pet monkey that he went after uh, lands just in the nick of time stops the battle and then he gets back with the monkey and they get back up into space and then you know uh, uh then he then the ending makes no sense after that right it actually made sense up to that point then it makes no sense because <laughs> then he goes back to earth and then everything's monkey on earth so, <laughs> but, but, it's okay. like, so, but I see what you're saying where it's like, oh, like, cause what, what so, was, so they get, a, they get a message from, uh, from outer space. They, they like, we've traced the origins of our race from outer space. We know, uh, maybe, maybe it's interdimensional travel and rather than, um, uh, space, well, Whatever, like, 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 yeah, like a tesseract, it's, like it's, a, another, a, it's another planet. That's right. What, but yeah, so I, I'm, and, I'm pushing and, the origin, the progenitor being like, uh, the space what, dog. What was that Russian dog? Like, they flew up like, yeah, yeah, like a, like a, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't, I, that's like Leica is just one dog. So there was just there was others. Say, there was well, no, others. he like it was a, a hospitable environment for dogs. So he bred with something that was dog like on that planet. planet. Okay, that that's a different whatever. That's, that's a start. Yeah. Maybe maybe Leica was the beginning of of a of a place where they just were sending test animals like different kinds of tests. Maybe dating back that far. Let's say the uh, let's say Tesla like teleportation technology. They were going somewhere and no one knew where. Ooh. So eventually they they tracing the origins of their own planet, their own life, and everything. This is of course hundreds of years in the future from now. Uh, on Earth, at and, least, yeah. they, right? And and they they discover artifacts and so on, leading them breadcrumbing them back to Earth. And when they get back to Earth, they find like uh, some kind of a, a message from let's say uh, a guy who talks like Wolfman. Oh, Jack. I see where you're going. Uh, I got to that. Because <laughs> now, okay, now I see how you just went all the way around and connected the dots right back to the beginning. So, and it's funny you were just like, oh, what if it was like a regular dog that way in the past mixed with another type of dog on another planet? That uh, now this is gonna sound crazy, but that I I, I had just listened to Science Friday on NP, uh, NPR from like a couple weeks back. There's some actual science to back up the idea that a dog can breed with another type of dog. They're talking about the genesis of how humans and dogs first got together. Like, well, I mean, we we've been having dogs breed with dogs they shouldn't be breeding with for centuries. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, look but, at the pug. The idea that it's like, how did you go from a wolf to like a domestic dog? No one still really knows. Yeah. Like, how does wolf equal dachshund? Right, but they, 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 this whole science writer was talking about that, and they had these experts come on, and they were just like, well, actually. Uh, we do think that it all came from the wolf. The wolf was the precursor to all domestic dogs because they said something about how dogs and wolves are the only types of animals that can breed with other types of breeds of the same genus or whatever. I'm using a lot of science phrases in hopes that someone thinks I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, Nobody fact check. Long story short, other breeds can breed with other breeds and you can get a different kind of dog. Right. It, that didn't like work. Pokemon. That 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 may or may not have worked with humans and Neanderthals and and everything else. But that was one thing that dogs could do, and that's why they stuck around for so long. You could, you know, different breeds would have different uh, relationships with humans, and how they would be domesticated. And you were good. This one's good for hunting. And that's where werewolves come from, obviously. Obviously, Clearly, and yeah. then, but then it got to a point where humans said, "Oh man, you're really good. Let's see if you can help us hunt." And then they did, and those became those types of dogs. Then after civilization built a little higher, it's like I want a dog that just looks good. And then they made like a Pekingese. And I want made, a, I want a dog that has wrinkles so that the blood can drain from I its eyes. <laughs> it's like, I want an ugly dog with no nose that will have breathing and back problems for its entire life. It's like Bye, just to look at it and. Laugh. <laughs> Science, make it happen. This but, is a marvelous Tuesday but afternoon. But in other words, <laughs> if a canine from Earth met an alien canine, it's not too far fetched that it could fuck it and create a lightning dog. Yeah, not too. Well, now we're talking thousands of years. And, of evolution and perhaps, on top the, of that. perhaps the uh, perhaps the, faster the teleportation you know, machine 
is called the far fetch. <laughs> yes, the far fetch. All right, oh so God. far fetch. All right, yeah. So um, wait, so you mean like the lightning dogs find evidence on their home planet yes. when they're so like their their modern civilization finds evidence that their precursor came from another planet? Do they find the artifact thing, or do they have the technology to build their own far fetch? Uh, can, can the artifact be like a rawhide bone? It has to be. It can't be anything else. I just Brian. realized. It just blew my mind. We're talking mixing Thundercats with. I lost the, the middle one, but it ended with Stargate. <laughs> this is the man we want in charge of continuity. <laughs> it's, 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 Congratulations, it's, Doug. You now have a title. Um, awesome, continuity awesome. director. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, no, that can't happen because that's. A, it's like, don't get me started with the continuity on Chief Bass. I mean, that's never going to happen with Lightning Dogs. It's like, if the character's dead, they stay dead. If, they're, if, they can make, if you don't see the death happen, they're still alive. That's the basic rule of all fiction. <laughs> However they get back to Earth, like, that's that's a story in and of itself. But mm -hmm. the actual... Uh, by, the pilot, yeah. Yeah, the, the byproduct of it is that they end up in a ancient research facility with the other end of this machine. They get trapped there. And, you know, part of the subplot of the, the season is maybe getting back to their planet. Maybe they do at some point. Maybe they don't. But maybe it's even retaking the home of their ancestor. It will, here, well, they're probably because, the, the, the initial exploratory team, just like in Stargate. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, like, the, they can't activate they the can't device on back. their end. Now, yeah. I still really like the idea of them coming ancient. from different walks of life and nobody really knowing the backstory of anybody else. Right, so we should probably create some kind of an accident to happen on their side. And maybe something they have to get back to. Maybe there's a war on their own planet. Or, oh, um, maybe there was already an exploratory team, and they're, like, the first shipment of colonists, but something goes wrong. Or maybe. Because, like, the planet did look habitable, and then something happened. Or perhaps, and stop, <laughs> stop me if a government being secretive about certain missions sounds too far-fetched. They sent a team in before without telling anybody, and this exploratory team is actually a rescue team. They just don't know it yet. <gasps> <laughs> that way we have and then when they get there we find out that the first find. team is the diamond dogs <laughs> holy shit and you see that that continuity director <laughs> oh man we've already spoiled it for the listeners bullshit that's okay anybody listening to this you, you're at the ground floor of lightning dogs it's like it's gonna send be us your hit. monies i like send it so vampire vampire finds these diamond dogs it's like hmm. and, and he, it is just david bowie dogs and and, and he, he a better pretty david, much david bowie than he, like, I do, he so reprograms them or something or uh, encases oh, yeah. them I, in armor I, yeah. I encapsulate them into my into my crystalline web woven by the glass spiders <laughs> <laughs> two two members left either have to be pierre and dingo or Angela Bassett Hound and Dingo. <laughs> because I like the idea that Angela Bassett Hound was just this... We're, we're just calling her Angela. She's, she's okay. Angela. She's Angela. And when yeah, you look Angela, at her, she is a Bassett Hound, so yeah. just Angela. I, I like the idea that Angela was just this tough-as-nails black ops agent that had <laughs> no on, subtlety. I'm afraid we're getting weirdly racist here. <laughs> <laughs> It's just terrible. And if we also are it making wasn't racist till you said something. Agent, I mean, we are really telegraphing this. Well, maybe like they didn't do the same thing with maybe, Panthro. Maybe we're just making a show for you know, like racial diversity. Maybe we just haven't gotten to the other weird dog it's, races yet. It's not like I picked a Rottweiler. It's not like we gave a Chihuahua with a Mexican accent. <laughs> oh, oh Lightning dogs. Okay, well, it's a good point. We're we're working it out. We're working it out. <laughs> Would a wet work team make you feel a little bit better? 
<laughs> um, Dude, now I'm just worried about peeing. <laughs> The it's wet team dog. is just a bulldog that drools all the time. It's <laughs> an <laughs> 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 English bulldog. It's canon, it's canon! Greetings, everybody! My name's Charles. Boy! Boy! He's got those boss nasty he's jowls. Got, he's got the jowls of Richard Nixon. Just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hex does the best. Okay, give me a just, cockney He's just Winston Churchill in dog form. Yeah, can you, yeah, yeah. It's Winston it's Churchill. In that. It's, so it's the personality of Winston Churchill with the voice of a British Nixon. Can you do oh, that? Oh, God. I don't, I'll need some... Oh, we'll fight them on the on the on the leaves and on on the forests and on the coasts. Not a fire hydrant. We'll never give up. Not a fire hydrant will be left. We will never surrender. <laughs> and now it's that's Galaxy like Quest. The general. That's like the general who sent them on their mission. It's like. We chose you because you're the bravest. Yeah, you're the bravest and the, the loyal and the boldest. Uh, going back to, to the loyalty thing, um, what the, what they find as far as the Wolfman Jack thing is both some pre-recor- pre-recorded messages and then also a dormant AI system. Um, oh, it's uh, got to be an AI. Right. Wolfman's got to be AI. Exactly, because he has to he has to continue to interact with them, so it won't just be messages. So if they okay, so if they had like so if it's an AI, why would it sound like Wolfman? It's probably because if they find it was an automated DJ. So system that somehow slipped by the... Well, we're not, well, say, we're we're not, not saying on. this is Wolfman Jack. No, 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 no yeah. me follow, follow with me on this uh-huh. one. <laughs> it is an automated DJ system that had some sliver of actual artificial intelligence to interact with listeners. However, it somehow survived through the nuclear holocaust and kept on developing. Mm-hmm. So, so now is an enough. actual artificial intelligence. But the interface which has data. I was, yeah, what what yeah. I was thinking was, I was thinking it was, it's a scientist personality that for whatever reason has kind of like digitally transmutes into this, like maybe he's just, maybe he's like a weird wolf, maybe he's just Wolfman Jack as a scientist. I mean, maybe that's all yeah, it is. What my, my whole, my approach was that it was just literally Wolfman Jack. Well, originally it was. Kind of like like with Futurama, where it has the the Museum of Heads. Mm -hmm. This is a museum of personalities coded into artificial intelligence. You know, I really like the idea of of their Earth counterpart, the Wolfman, being an AI. Because if all the humans are dead, how are you going to relate to what the humans went through? Oh, maybe they just they they run a search. I like search search for wolf. Yeah, or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, and and this comes up, but I like but I like the idea of it being. An AI is like their main contact, but he's like their support because he can. If you give him, if you give him AI powers early on, there's then you can later on, thinking continuity wise, you can say like, oh, we gotta, we'll never find uh, Angela. She's lost in the waste. It's like, why not just hook up to the satellite system? It's like you can do that, Wolfman AI. I do anything, baby. <laughs> Tap into Poogle. <laughs> the loyalty thing is that is that they see these humans as like these kind of ancient gods and so like, they, like they, the engineers let's go bring it back or to perhaps ex- exactly yeah. and, and they master and the the ai mm-hmm. is Masters, able to yeah. tell them like you know what's happened to the world in a rough sense because he's yeah. been underground in a bunker forever but yeah. like essentially the world is gone like they don't know if there's any humans left they don't know what's happened but they do know who the bad guys are oh yeah and so they can be like well we have nowhere to go we gotta we gotta fight to get back we gotta fight for resources and we sure as hell gotta fight those things that like that are not the people who created us maybe it's like it's just like but why can't they get back and if it's i mean this is a dumb reason but just maybe think of how to tie in the we don't turn tail it's just like they're being chased by the diamond dogs they're like oh our own people turned against us and now they get back to the they get back to the far fetch and then they're like come on let's hop in and dingo just goes 
we don't turn tail. <laughs> Destroys the far fetch, like like Cortez burning the ships. To, like we're stuck. It's like we are loyal. We're, we we don't leave. It's like our masters may be dead. Meaning the 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 engineers. Like the masters may be dead, but you know and, we're loyal to the end. Maybe that's canon. Maybe on their on their planet we actually see human like visages, visages that they do worship as gods. Mm-hmm. So like that would really make this bring this all together with like they are really like they are fighting for what they see as their gods. So we've got a rough outline of, of this the world. origin story, yeah, and, and the world and so on. A rough I, outline? <laughs> rough. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, so, so now we need to know more about the Diamond Dogs. We need to flesh out the party a little bit more. We've we created a new character. Certainly we can do better than that. All right, so we've got... So, especially so especially with an artificial intelligence, I still want to... I still think we need some kind of hacker. And something, something that I do want to kind of touch well, on, because we, we made a little bit of a nod towards this in the first one, particularly because Lightning Dogs is the metal cover of the Thundercaps theme song. What kind of thematic tie-in yeah, yeah. does this world have? I mean, it's got to, to uh, me... You know, it's, I'm glad you brought that up, because I was conflicted about a couple of things, personal conflicts about a couple of things. One, with the, the, the cover song was very metal. And that had like a driving energy that was just balls out badass behind mm. it, which I, I feel like it needs. But then you mix in something like Wolfman and you got like this 1950s, 60s classic rock and roll sort of vibe going on. So and we were talking about how like the lightning dogs theme had a Joan Jett feel to it. Yeah. Just like there's this, I, there's this I, rock and roll thing going on. And if you've got fucking David Bowie as the bad guy. So <laughs> yeah, I think that rock is a, a core component and much like a six string samurai, which yeah, I've never seen, yeah, 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 but I yeah, hear yeah. good things. Oh, um, you need to see it. I guess so. And uh, other things like that, like tank girl also, you know, where rock becomes rock and roll. The idea of rock and roll becomes something that lifts people out of post-apocalypse desperation. Mm-hmm. We're not, going to be typing into those themes exactly but definitely letting it run as an undercurrent and something yeah. that hex and i were talking about brian sent us an email recently letting us know that the blood brothers had created a new mixtape blood brothers are these guys who do these big mixtapes of like the most awesome 80s early 90s direct-to-video pumped up rambo kind of mashups mostly songs from films brian showed it to us and i've been listening to the third one an awful lot and hex and i were saying well maybe we should look to the track lists for their three mixtapes of like you know what thematically to base thunder uh, thunderdogs music around Excuse or like me? Lightning, lightning, lightning dogs, dogs music lightning dogs music you did again and wolfman going to get you it's all right <laughs> his tails between his legs <laughs> he knows he did something wrong <laughs> well and, and there's another thing we got to we got need to address is uh what why are they called lightning dogs we'll get to that yes rock music 80s stuff and we're you know the thing about thundercats is Thundercats did not have a particularly great theme. It's a well-remembered theme, but it's not a great theme. It's not like... It uh, sticks in your head, that's why you remember it. Right. But it, it's not like things like Turtles. Silverhawks, Pole Position, Galaxy Rangers. I have something. They can't see you raise your <clears throat> hand, Hex. For why they're called lightning dogs. Okay. Like, there, maybe there was something wrong with the, the system for, the, for when they went through, and there was some kind of change. So they all have new powers that they're coping with that are light related. Did wait? Did not? Did the Thundercats have powers though? The Thundercats, really. yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, they yeah. did. Like Tigro, like he had the teleporting thing. Chitaro was really, really fast. So we didn't even tap into the idea of them having powers. So the whole yeah. idea is they have light related powers. Like one could be super fast. One oh. could have teleportation. Like as throwbacks to Thundercats. But it's like, and so that like they all have these weird light lightning related powers. Mm. And that's and they're like, well, what are we now? We're, we're lightning dogs. Someone has to have a bark of thunder, which is booming. Yes, that would be Dingo. I mean, it's got to be the leader. You know, you've got sight beyond sight. 
sound beyond sound. Ooh, kind of ties ooh, ooh, I like that. That's a good... The, the senses of dogs being that much more advanced or whatever. One can smell real well. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Probably Angela. Angela. Probably Angela. <laughs> yeah. You can smell a crime a mile away. Yeah, she'd yeah. be their tracker. <laughs> That's a good way to tie in and like, what is each person's she was, job? She well, let's she look was at trained by. Look, uh, yeah. But it's McGruff. also it's it's also like not only are they strangers in a strange land, but they're also learning more about themselves. Because you said, oh, we got to have a hacker. I'm like, well, what if them is, is a master expert? I keep using master the way they use the engineer. You know, like the the human. Expert. Oh yeah yeah yeah, like like um like the the quintessential um adventure archaeologist. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, star, well, there's a character like that in Stargate. Daniel. Right? Yeah. 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 The guy Daniel with the glasses. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we get we get one we get us one of those maybe. Like, like a, a kind of we've got some kind of exaggerated what dog is really, dog breeds maybe what's, some what's a good science dog really smart science or, or corgi you're even i was going to say corgi in glasses looks pretty sophisticated i gotta say yeah i was going to say something goofy because like if it's the scientist then he's going to get kicked around probably but we also want to make this the most awesome thing ever which means we do need to defy conventions on occasion right and i'm this okay with not going with the 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 Pierre. easy because they are upright like people. <laughs> Pierre? Yeah. Pierre's the science stuff. No, Why Pierre's not. not. No. Pierre is security I, expert. He has so much going on already. He, yeah. Yeah. He's done. In a way. <laughs> but no, we, we're just, it's a one dog show. We're just going to stack everything on Pierre. <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it. If you go back and watch any uh, Thundercats, everyone blows except for Panther. Yeah, true. He's the only one who gets any shit done. That's he why, builds that's why technology, dogs he maintains is... it, drives that fucking tank. He is the man. And his well, nunchucks, the fire and uh, yeah. Everyone price. else is useless. Everyone else is uncaptured. Oh, <clears throat> twisted my ankle. Oh, oh, fuck, I guess I'll come help useless. you again. I just fixed the thunder tank again. <laughs> and that's, that's what makes lightning dogs better because everyone has a purpose. Yeah, everyone's gonna be badass. Uh, maybe in an attempt to not have obligatory only one female character, the archaeologist character could be the master expert. I like um, that. Okay, so now do we uh, want to? Sorry, I meant to say female somewhere in there, but you got you guys knew yeah. what I was saying. Now, do we want to keep to the same size of the team? It's a ish. It, I don't want. I don't want to, that part. I, mean, I don't, don't want to limit yeah. ourselves to that. Like we we came up with this idea by by flipping that one thing. But now, now we're at a point where good. we can. Yeah, we. Yeah. Can, basically, we want to make it mo the most awesome. It doesn't matter about the no, the parallels. But I, think, I I think that we should stick to plus or minus one or two though, because that is a. A pretty decent number just for keeping track of characters and having storylines with them and things right. for them to do. Yeah, that's if you have too many people, you're just going to have too many. You know, what's Joe up to today? Who knows? Who cares? And, and, and that limits our ability to introduce new characters. What's the right? uh, what's the the dog breed with like the kind of like longer, fluffier ears, shorter breed? Cocker spaniel. Yeah, maybe that for the the master expert. 
Hmm. It's got a cute little feel to it. Is there a dog that's like, no, I mean, we're, all dogs are supposed to be like loyal-ish, but is there one dog that's supposed to be like really loyal to people, like more so? Golden Retrievers. Yeah. They're kind of ridiculous. Because that would, that would have, like, that, that one is, had that the, is natural, boring, though. The, the natural draw to the, to, to the master. If anyone's a Golden Retriever, it's going to be Dingo. Like, because that's boring. And the leader why is Dingo lion, just a Dingo? Dingo just be a Dingo. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was. Well, is Lion an actual lion? Yeah. Ish. I mean, it does have a mane, sort of. None of the Thundercats are actually cats. That's like, are, do they have furs? That just their wacky skin colors. I don't fucking know. God, I don't know. None of them have tails. They were naked in the first episode, maybe. That was weird. Lightning dogs have <laughs> tails. Let's just get that clear. Done. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're the continuity expert, yeah, so yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm the artist, so we're gonna have to work together on this <clears> show. <throat> as far as aesthetics go, I think that wherever the wherever the lightning dogs came from, you know, we'll have a little bit of a. A futurist. They are more advanced than we are right now. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, yes, yes. Where humanity left off was more advanced than where we are right now. Mm-hmm. So we get to kind of imagine what that looks like, and maybe it's sort of within the conventions of the future, like jump, yeah. jumpsuits and Mass Effect and whatnot. But again, this goes back to what I was, what I forgot to say earlier about the conflict between the different musical genres, and if it's just rock and roll based, you could just do a whole span of rock and roll stuff, like. If it's metal themed because it's post apocalyptic, right? The ruins of what they're walking through could be like the Wolfman era 1950s, 60s hot rods, but futuristic hot rods. Like, just so when they well, get like there, the comes of, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, but like when they get there, it's like they're not just on foot the whole time where they have to ride weird animals. Well, I mean, we need to obviously have the full gamut of vehicles and accessories. Exactly. And I, I so had an idea for their main mode of transportation. Nice little turn on something. We get a tricked out '50s hot rod looking like dog catcher for them to drive mm. around in, mm. like a van. I don't understand no, no. what you're saying. Okay, picture. Yeah, picture, what do you mean by dog catcher thing? Your it's traditional a truck that's a dog catcher truck. Yeah, you know where it's got the you've got the long hood in front. And it's a big box in the back. Uh-huh. So so a van. just something like that. <laughs> so <laughs> a van. <laughs> Only it's got more of that well, Packard, mo- like, like the 50s feel where it's not just a slope down. It's like a stop. You get the full snout of the vehicle. We can stretch that out. Well, modern day animal control things are just like a truck with like the panels on the side, but they could put their gear in there and stuff like that, you know? Plus, if it's super futuristic for the humans, are, is this going to be like hover cars or is this going to uh, be like... You know what? I definitely want wheels. Wheels. We wheels. Have wheels. You, got, you got the Turtles party wagon and that's nice and iconic and all that. But really, when it comes to lightning dogs, let's, let's talk about marketability. Let's pretend that we're Mattel for a second here. The fucking dog catcher thing, it's not going to fly. No. We can't. It's got to be hot rods. It has no, to be. It's got to be. It's actually like, maybe like a, like a hot rod. Within yeah. the first season, a hot rod, a different one for every single fucking lightning dog. The kids need to buy all of Some these. Some kind of bigger vehicle that like is all the hot rods. They combine together and they each ride one, together. Each vehicle is it like in the wheel position of a main vehicle that is a super tank. Yeah. And so when they separate, yeah. like all, they can all separate to go do their own stuff. I'm, I'm thinking, instead of having them like come together like a Transformers kit, what if you just had it like every one of them's got a hot rod? Some of them can be a one seater, some of them can be a two seater, but they're clearly, they used to be only for looks like hot rods for performance, but since they're in this post apocalyptic world, they're modified to have cage rollers on them and, you know, machine laser guns. Because you can't have real bullets. That's that's no good for the kids. So right. And purple the, lasers. The light powers. Yeah. And the light power powers. There you go. The vehicle. There you go. And then and then instead of having like a tank, like it. they come together to form a tank, you just have a tank. And these ones are like the single fighters that go out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you got, you know, the tank, obviously, what role does a that mobile play base. on the battlefield? Yeah, it's a tank. It's or their mobile, mobile base. base. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like a giant bone. The mobile base. And you, when you buy, and when you buy them all the together, you, when you buy them all together, you got to call it the pack. 
Oh, shit. Okay. I but think... yeah, the mobile base, that'll be a hell of a, of a uh, playset. Yeah. And eventually you're going to get the fighter jets and you'll get the helicopters and the, you know, but they, they got to build that based off of what they find in the ruins of the future world. I don't know if we need two young characters like Wily Kit and Wily Cat. The problem with them is that they were maybe a little too young and definitely underplayed. Their, their general purposes, they get into trouble maybe now and then they, d despite everyone's being like, you're just a kid, they solve something. What and that's if, dumb. Even when I was a kid, that's, I, that felt that was very the, the reason they were written in like that was that like writers felt that they needed to include something so that and, the kid they could continued to for decades foresee themselves. And, and that's the same thing with Robin. People are like, oh, mm -hmm. we need a Robin. So people, fuck that. You're not yeah. imagining you know yourself as Robin. You're imagining yourself as fucking yeah. Batman. We said that. And like, yeah, you, know, we, you know what includes me in the story? More badass cars, more rock and roll, and more fight scenes, and I'm in. But like, here's what I think we might want. We might want a teenager. I mean, I'm talking like an angsty teenager. They just call, who, it's like, oh, you're acting like a young pup. Like, <laughs> like a teenager who's got problems with what's going on, definitely doesn't like being trapped here. Did he stow away? Maybe, perhaps? Uh, maybe so, or maybe they, maybe, maybe it's a, uh, someone from like Juvenile who's got some kind of special abilities. Maybe if we want a hacker, Maybe it's this kid oh. um, who's like kind of like if John Connor got locked in detention. And, yeah, 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 and, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm liking the John Connor approach. Maybe this kid hacked into some of the ancient subsystems of some of the artifacts and no one had done that before. The kid doesn't even really know what, what he or she did. It's just oh, like man. an eye bark back at home. Back at back. <laughs> maybe maybe his, his lightning power is that he's kind of a technopath. Like he is the one that can actually talk with the machines. Like something happens when he touches them. He activates them or something. It's a Unix system. <laughs> I know this. And maybe, uh, maybe as the, the series develops, the, the kid just starts turning more, looking more towards the the machines than the other dogs at all. Right. Interesting conflict problem later and then on. He, oh, and, then he, and then he makes a friend that he thinks is like a robot, it's but it's really actually like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Season and then two. Actually are, and then they're actually able to Deep save your puppy eyes. They're able to save the robot from Glampire's thrall, and he joins the team. Okay, season two. Yeah, or mid season. Like, it's like what's, clear, that, clearly, what's the little robot dog? Ibo K nine. K nine. No, that's we, there's Who. already a K nine. No, I'm just saying. He, Brian was asking, "What's the little robot dog?" Oh, okay. Well, there's probably many robot dogs. What are you talking about, Brian? There's like, there's like a toy Tamagotchi. <laughs> oh, no, I know what I you're, know you're talking, talking about. about. Nano. No, it's the it's a weird robot dog that just goes bark 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 yeah. and then flips. Oh, it flips, yeah, yeah. Oh, and this one flips like fucking machine gun lasers coming out. <laughs> we mentioned last time a uh, beast hound, which would be beast, the, oh, the, yeah, like the yeah. Bronx equivalent from Gargoyles. Um, essentially, this that would be have that robot. No, 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 a beast hound. Well, I was gonna say, but I don't know about a robot. Oh yeah, because he did shoot lasers and shit, didn't he? Yeah, that's what we were talking we, about. Like lasers from the eyes. Well, I like the idea of like it actually being like in the form of a master. And it's the closest they have to a master. Well, I was going to say, instead of it, like, you say it's the closest they have to a master, but it's not a, it's not a person that evolved, but it is one of our dogs. Right. Like, so in other words, humans the, there's, ended. There's still monkeys in the world. Yeah, humans. Yeah, no, I was talking about the robot that the kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, with. no, th oh. That, that's a person. That's an anthropomorphic dog robot, I think, is where yeah. we should well, go. Well, I was thinking that. like a person robot, not a, not a dog robot. Oh, a man. But, that's, okay. but, but, but back to Beast Hound. Beast that's Hound, why they, they call it Beast Hound because it's like a wild beast to them. Like, they come to this planet, they oh. see a dog, and they're like, Oh look, it's another dog, another of our kind, and it's oh, it's like a nuts, and they're just like it's some kind of beast. Quick, and, and at first it like you know attacks them and shit. They're like, they're like, and then you know clearly they're smelling each other, and you know, and they're like, is it something weird here? This town will not talk, Tony. 
Oh, no Beast, way. Yeah, Beast Hound nope. does not call it. <laughs> nope. Because Beast Hound is from Earth. Beast Hound is just if like if the world you like with that that show After Earth or whatever mm-hmm. like they yeah like and then you know thousands of years dogs and cats living together you know mass hysteria and, but they would eventually just evolve and crossbreed until they're just a whole new thing. So you take dogs, they're all feral again. They all go nuts, and this is just a Beast Hound, but it's the first that they come into contact with, and of course like. Tying it back to the uh, oh man, there could be know. a whole epi- a whole Beast Hound episode where he's pondering going back to his pack. Yeah, like they could find the other pack of Beast Hounds or whatever. Yeah, call them in like the Eagles with uh, you know Gandalf. It's like, <laughs> the Beast Hounds are coming. <laughs> do we want to do a Whammeriner? What's that? That's that's one of those like baleful eyed, blue grayish. There's some woman who does only photos of Whammeriners. Uh, kind of like grayish coat, really thin. It's it's uh you know it's not well, what, not what's, a common what, dog. What breeds type. do we know we want to have so far? We know we got Dingo being the Dingo. We got French Pierre's Poodle being Pierre. Uh, we Basset got Hound. I think having Angela having Basset the uh, the British Bulldog General. Bulldog General, yeah, yeah but he's like, not it, even going to be I, in it that much. I, he's, is he? Yeah, he's, they he's in episode like, one. Vid- they can Skype him across planets. Maybe, maybe eventually, 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 yeah. Right, like second or third season. Yeah, yeah. When they finally get communications back up. Yeah, because Dingo, you can't you can't send more dogs over on this side. That this place is a hellhole. It's like, what do you mean? That's not part of the plan. General, I'm warning you. Don't send anyone out here. Dingo, you're out of control. <laughs> Turn in your badge. <laughs> Tell that to the baby I ate. Uh, bull terrier, like Frankenweenie, Pitbull, also. I like the idea of a pit bull. Is it, was the corgi going to be the scientist? The corgi is going to be the master expert. Well, let's let's before I mean Beast Hound. Obviously, we can get into that breed, but we need to flesh. I, we know I we think want... Beast Hound is a is Beast Hound a, is, is a, a mutt creature. Okay. A mutt, sci-fi yeah. mutt. If creature. anything, okay. like we Beast Hound is going like to be more wolf. closer to to design of Bronx. Than no, and I'm actual I'm dog. fine with that. I just I didn't know what we were defining at okay. this point. Yeah. So we've got what characters do? What roles are we still filling at this point? We need well, to know who's going to be the scientist. We need scientists. I like I like the idea who's the techno expert. The dog that you showed, the 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 gray one, the Wamerider. I like the idea of maybe like filling the role of Zoe from Firefly, uh-huh. with like the female quartermaster, kind of like the one who backs up. Is that not Angela? Is that Angela? I it thought could she. Be. I, don't I know. thought I thought Angela was more like she was. Her skill is the scent, but you know her job her, could just be quartermaster. She's she is this tough as nails brawler. Is she going to be the yeah. second in command? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I mean, so so the two because I initial... saw her kind of fill in more the the Jane role of Firefly of being the muscle. Mm, I'd take Jane and Zoe and mash them together. Oh, in a good way, and <laughs> not the way that Jane wants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's essentially who I see okay. her as. And Dingo is very much kind of just a more hard-edged Mal. Right. He's got to keep it together. He's got to keep the team together, though. Like, he, his, it's under his guidance that this team, otherwise this team would eat each other up. But he also, he acts without consult sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the destroying the farfetch. Mm-hmm. So he... That's his flaw. His flaw is that he is a, he's a good leader, but he doesn't trust, or I shouldn't say trust, but he doesn't... Hubris. Yeah, he he's not he's they, that can, that can bring the loyalty into it because like look we're loyal you know we're on your side Dingo you know you got to trust us sometimes and he's like sometimes I maybe I act a little too uh you know too bullheaded and it ties it ties into him being a descendant of a wild dog that's true the yeah. idea of the you know a loner, the lone wolf he's like the loner he's not he's not used to being the uh, the leader this could be his first job being the leader which is why he doesn't really 
trust them and why he does these rash actions like destroying the Farfetch. With the exception, I love that we're calling it the Farfetch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> With the exception of Angela, Angela and he, they fought in some kind of war together. Uh, that's that's, that's a too, too much. Too star fi- yeah, that's too fire, fire, fire. Yeah, sorry. The moment I said I mean, it, I regretted the, it. The shit that they fought in together is the reason they're stranded there in the first place. They are the two survivors of the betrayal. Are they? Yeah. Because they were so, the two from the initial team. The initial are they? Team, I didn't think the, we had agreed. The first, upon. the first team are all the Diamond Dogs. That's what I was. I thought. Thinking. I thought yeah. we were. We were. There were no survive. No quote unquote survivors. They don't even know there was a first team. This yeah, is a brand yeah. new team. Yeah. This the Lightning Dogs are a brand new. I like the idea of them being like a brand new team. And then when and they that get way, there, they're when like, they, what the hell is that? Well, no, no. The Diamond, the Diamond Dogs. Dogs yeah. They don't even know that they're right. from. And then after like a number of conflicts with them, they realize, wait, they're like us. They're like us. Yeah. Like. Like for okay. some like like one of the diamond dogs like pins down someone and says something like oh I missed the planet too and then runs off or, like, what or, do you mean I feel like maybe the diamond dogs would be something that's a little bit more mindless they think they're just minions all of a sudden you know like a few but a now, few good hits crack off the front of it and they're like oh my god yeah you're do from- the diamond dogs even look like the living dogs or they look they more like shouldn't. robots they, yeah. they look I, like so, like they either look like uh, robots or mutants so I think yeah. I think like like they look like crystal dogs like they'll yeah. just think. They'll just Ooh. think, oh, well, Glampire's just Magic like, oh, I'll, you know, it's, yeah. it's like uh, Shredder's like, I'll build a turtle robot that fights like the turtles. And, right. and that, that classic trope of, I'll build a thing that, did, that meets you at your own level. Yeah. And, and they, think, they think that's what it is, and it's not. I mean, right. from a design standpoint, what it's I'm kind of looking at, death. <laughs> what I'm kind of looking at so far is the, the lightning dogs themselves are going to match the kind of anthropomorphized versions of the Thundercats, where you still have a very humanoid face, maybe some pointed ears on the side to represent... Mm. No, because I don't want to. Um, yeah, don't, you know, I don't, you know, don't want to. You know where? You know where Thundercats fucked up for me? Like the first thing they fucked up, they weren't cat-like. They they, they was, don't even have tails. Yeah, like it doesn't. It it's like are they are Thundercats? You say, show me the cats. Doesn't even fucking matter. I think you know we need full blown dogs. I think I think they. I mean, I don't want to go Road Rovers where it's just dog head on human body. Yeah, that was but, bullshit. But they do have to have. I think they have to have a snout. Like if your yeah. if your breed had a snout, you got to have a snout. If your breed, no, had I mean, a I'm nose, still I'm still nose. going to incorporate the shape, the face shape of these particular dogs into the design. Right, right. And I think the way that we can distinguish the diamond dogs from them is to give them that full snout. Is to give them this kind of right. crystalline version of just right. dog head. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, person body. Yeah. yeah. To where it is the uber exaggerated version of it, which is why they don't necessarily make that connection. Also, at first. also they'd be easier to identify in like silhouettes, you know, like with, mm-hmm. like if yeah. they're just a dime, if they're rough edged, rough, <laughs> if they're just like that 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 hard edged diamond uh, uh, texture over them, but they're in the shape of like a semi human body with a little bit of a tail, but just dog head, full on ears, Anubis style, yeah, and yeah. like Anubis style. Then you're like that's kind of intimidating and and very very threatening. Whereas yeah. like the with the lightning dogs. A little bit more humanized, but I wouldn't ever dare say they're they're human looking. But uh, but you 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 hit the nail on the head. Like you, yeah yeah, you got yeah. I mean, let's not give them like the digital trade legs or however the fuck you say that. Like where it's like the gargoyles have you know. Mm-hmm. Where oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Let's right, let's right. not let's not do that. That's just it seems like overkill for what we're trying to do here, especially in the, in the theme of uh 1980s animation where they wouldn't have fucking attempted that ever. Would do the um, lightning dogs ever run on all fours, or is that like we don't do that? That's like don't don't be an ass. I don't know. Like maybe I don't you think can do it. Like maybe you can do it, but they're just sort of like, dude, what are you fucking? Doing? I mean, the, I, I think, think the... Angela does, but more because I mean, we've described her as kind of a female badass Wolverine type. I can picture Wolverine doing that. Yeah. So I can picture her in a feral state, right. just whipping some ass on all fours. Right. But... So it's like maybe maybe like you can run on all fours, but that's just like considered it, like it's based on body undigni- type. I guess. It's, like, it's like undignified, maybe just sort of like, come on, man, we're not. We're not dog like they are dogs and they refer to themselves as dogs, but they don't look at themselves as like the that's like us looking at us like chimpanzees. So it's like, you know what, just for fun, 
I might be in the military and secret black ops, but fuck it, I'm gonna walk on my knuckles. It's like, dude, come on, man, you're in the military. Stand up. <laughs> Show some pride, man. For God's sake. One of the biggest things we've got left to sort of figure out is how do they get their powers exactly? Because that's really ill-defined. They well, can't just get them just by well, being on the planet. Well, what I was, what if like they're on Earth uh -huh. and before, like, if they're gonna run back, they're being chased by whatever it was, the glampires or whatever, and they're like, b before Dingo shuts down the far fetch like on his own choice without consulting anybody realizes we can't take this evil back to our home planet. Well, then, right. does he shut it down or does he blow it well, up? Say, he's he's like, blow it he up. goes, we don't turn tail. If he says we don't turn tail, we can't we can't let risk them ever getting there. He's going to blow up the far fetch and blowing up the far fetch, they get hit with a wave of energy and that's what gives them their powers as lightning. And that's, oh, that's what great. turns the turns the, no, well, no, 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 more than that. It turns because before they could not beat the D diamond dogs, but right. now with now they with edge. powers, yeah, yeah. But oh, if Beast Hounds with them, that's okay. why the Beast Beast Hounds got laser vision. Dingo has the bark beyond bark. Yeah, Dingo's got the bark beyond bark, the thunder bark. You know, like whatever it's got, it's got th <laughs> that can explain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much like how the Fantastic Four got hit by the the cosmic rays. Wave, cosmic, wave, cosmic rays, same thing. And now we're getting a whole Black Bolt thing tied into Dingo. And it can even, if you want to tie it into Tesla somehow, like if you want to tie it into Tesla, just have it be that the Earth technology was based on Tesla technology. How do you feel about and that, And it's Brian? lightning, and the lightning hits him. Oh, I didn't invent Tesla. I forgot to say that. <laughs> yeah, but you won't. Wait, he was real? I feel as though you're a, a, a spokesperson for Tesla in fiction. What's the verdict, Brian? Do we, is, is, te Good is Tesla Bad oversaturated idea. right now? Should we just leave him out I, of it? I have to say that it is unnecessary to include uh, in, in lightning though. Okay. The the keyword being lightning and Tesla was pretty good with lightning. Well we can have a we can have a nod here and there. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the fact that one of them uses the ambient energy in the I don't air. think the word Tesla ever has to be said. We can make all kinds of allusions to the Philadelphia See, experiment. If we, if we make some kind of reference itself. to something like being Wardenclyffe, like I like I like subtle references to Tesla. Yeah, sure. Like, never perhaps the prison warden, his name is Cliff. No, I, I think Thanks. I think the, the zany uh disturbed Professor Wardenclyffe, which uh Glampire keeps locked away. Like, and there we go. That I like. <laughs> you see, dumb joke becomes brilliant idea. I like it. All right, guys, we're we're at time. We we got we gotta go. But there's still some things that we haven't sorted out. We don't know what breed the teenager character is, or even too much of that backstory. Or if there's even more characters. Yeah, and we're gonna keep developing this as we go. Some people have said you guys need to do a role playing podcast of this, and I agree. That was one of the first things that uh, was on my mind. Of oh yeah. We could totally do a role-playing podcast of Lightning Dogs. We got a lot to hammer out about the world and the characters before we attempt that. And, uh, as you may know, A Comic Shop, our producer, A Comic Shop, a uh, famous A Comic Shop in Orlando, they produce a book called A Comic Book. And, and this, this next issue is called As Not Seen on TV. Yeah, each, each issue is an anthology of different writers, different artists, different stories, and they each have themes. And one of the reasons behind this being called As Not Seen on TV might just be specifically so that we can do a four to six page <laughs> lightning dog story. That's right. We have created an entire anthology just to have this one idea see its birth and creation. <laughs> excuse, yeah, just uh, to get it out there. Obviously, obviously, we'll be tying up some of our loose ends and finishing off some of our ideas to get to that point. This tirade would not have turned into this episode, really, if it wasn't for you. So thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, Shadow Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Hoodoo Voodoo. Thank you so much, guys. And everybody else oh. who's posted on the forums who's want to contribute. There's a, it's a hard road. There's a lot of work we still got to do, <laughs> but we're up for the challenge. And we'll we're going to put our wet noses to the grindstone. That's right. <laughs> that sounds really painful. Um, it does. Ugh. Oh, how young and naive we were. That issue of a comic book never got made for a number of reasons beyond our control. We did write a script, though, and on this episode's page, we'll link to where you can read it. 
As for the RPG, after some consideration, we realized that doing Lightning Dogs as an improvised role-playing audio drama like our other shows, Dungeons and Doritos and Ghostbusters Resurrection, wasn't really a good fit. We were more interested in following a scripted series route. However, doing short or full-length comics and formatting the world of the Wasteland into a tabletop RPG are side projects we would still love to do. And those are some of the many ways that we hope to further develop Lightning Dogs as we venture onwards towards our pie-in-the-sky goal of an animated series. If you'd like to see them too, then please consider joining our pack and supporting Lightning Dogs via Patreon. Currently, we're working towards a number of goals that will help this project both stay afloat and push it forward, such as paying for concept art by artists like Max Acree. Yes, the same guy who created the very first Lightning Dogs fan art is now part of our team and has designed all the Lightning Dogs vehicles. Another major goal is getting us to work on Lightning Dogs full-time. I've actually agreed to quit my day job and come work for Lightning Dogs for only $1,000 a month. If that happens, we'll be able to make this a weekly series and crank out much more Lightning Dogs awesomeness. With your help, we can increase productivity, do cool projects like comics, developing Lightning Dogs for a tabletop RPG, create episode animatics, audio dramas, or even extra special projects like this first one that we're working towards. Having Greg Wiseman, creator of Gargoyles, co-creator of Young Justice, review our pitch Bible for Lightning Dogs and advise us on how we should move forward. He's agreed to do it, but he can't do it for free. So join our pack on patreon.com slash lightning dogs. You'll help us create more content and you'll receive a lot in return, including early release episodes, concept art, high-risk production materials, exclusive recordings, and anything else that we can dig up. So join us next time as we continue the adventures of the Lightning Dogs. Thanks for listening to Lightning Dogs, the official podcast presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. Like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding us via Patreon. At patreon.com slash nerdyshow, you can fund the whole Nerdy Show Network and unlock a plethora of amazing bonus content and early releases. And at patreon.com slash lightningdogs, you can fund the further development of the entire Lightning Dogs universe, from podcasts to animation, while getting all kinds of behind-the-scenes bonus material and extras. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. Be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Lightning Dogs on all your favorite social networks. Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, we're on all of them. Just search for Lightning Dogs. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.